I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Working Conversations. This week, we're digging deeper into something related to the pandemic, of course. And if you've been listening to the podcast for these last few weeks, I've been talking about the hybrid work arrangement that organizations are unfolding and unrolling, some of which have started already and some which will be unfurling in the coming months. And of course, as we look at the population of people in the workforce right now, we've got a variety of different wants and desires from employees. We've got people who actually want to work in the office. Some of these folks, in fact, the research is unfolding that some of those folks include Gen Z, the people who've just graduated from college in the last few years and have been entering the workforce during the pandemic. These people want an actual work experience in the office. They want to know what it's like to work in the office. So we've got those folks. We've got people who've got their work BFFs, who they want to be back in the office to see, you know, their colleagues have become their work friends, have become their close friends and their real friends, and they miss those folks. We've got empty nesters who've had very little social contact during the pandemic who are ready to be back in the office and be in social contact with other people in a more regular basis. We've also got, of course, the people who thought they were more introverted than it turns out they actually are, and they are craving social interaction. So we've got all these different folks who want to be back in the office, at least some of the time. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think the people who want to work from home are the ones who've been getting the most attention lately. These are the ones who, oh, perhaps they don't appreciate small talk or interruptions in their work, or maybe those who have found very efficient and useful ways to manage their work and life and keep them in balance and do so even better when they are able to work from home. You may have those with long commutes who are certainly ones who want to work from home. In fact, increasingly, the research is showing that the ones who are the most vehement about wanting to work from home are the ones who have those long commutes. Then there are people who have children who are finding efficient and effective ways to balance parenthood with working from home, and so forth. So we've got plenty of people who want to work from home on a regular basis going forward. And then, of course, we've got the people who want both, a blend of the two, and of course, often referred to as hybrid work, both here on this podcast as well as in the popular media. Now, I want to bring a fresh perspective to this, a new perspective, and that is this. Wherever that job is going to be, whether that is from home, from the office, or a certain percentage of each, that needs to be in the job posting and the position description. Let me repeat it for emphasis. It needs to be explicitly stated in the job posting when you're advertising for that position and in the position description that the person 
is measured against once they're in the role. Now, we have context for this in other aspects of work life, and that needs to be extended to all job descriptions and all postings as we enter into this new phase of, you know, this new normal with more and more people working from home and less and less commercial real estate footprint being used for work purposes. Now, let me share a a bit of background and a bit of context in where this is used in other places. Now, when I worked as a director in a global organization, I absolutely and unequivocally understood that there would be up to 25% travel with some of it being international. That was in the job posting when I applied for the position. Now, if they had pulled that on me after I got there, if there was no expectation of travel and certainly international travel, and I started in the role and six months in, they said, oh, we need you to go to Europe for a few weeks. And then after, you know, a couple months from now, you'll be in Asia. And oh, you're going to be in New York so often you're going to have a favorite restaurant there. I would have likely been very upset with that. For example, if I'd had small children at home or if I'd had a fear of flying or any number of other contexts or conditions, I probably would not have applied for the job if it meant being away that much time. Now, at the particular time that I applied for that job, that was perfect for me. I had one child who was, you know, 10 years old and I had plenty of flexibility and it was the perfect role for me. And in fact, I applied for that position in part because there was going to be up to 25% travel with some of it being international. Now, earlier in my career, I traveled a lot. When I was a trainer for a telecommunications company, I was on the road all the time. In fact, I was home just enough to pick up my dry cleaning on the weekends and pay my rent for my apartment. So I know what that's like. And in fact, if this role had said that it was travel 80% of the time, I would have said no to that. I would not have applied for a job like that because again, earlier in my career, I'd had that job. I knew what that was like and I knew that that was great for me when I was in my early and mid 20s, but it was not great for me when I was older and had children. Now, given the large scale change that the pandemic is having on work life and working conditions, it is now absolutely imperative to add the location or the work from home mix into that job description. So as the researcher that I am, I have started a research project where I'm looking at job descriptions to find out if people, if organizations are starting to include this information. And by and large, they are not. When I did my first pass, my first set of research, of job descriptions, the only ones that I found that said where the job was located were those that involved travel or had multiple places where that job could be located from. Meaning they had multiple, I would say hubs, if not headquarters that the person could locate from. Some of those were here in Minneapolis that said it could be here in Minneapolis or Dallas, or some said it could be in Atlanta, or it could be in New York City. There were almost none that shared anything about working from home. And again, I think given today's work conditions, it is absolutely imperative. So what I did find was what you would traditionally expect. And again, this is the norm for us to follow. When travel was required, position descriptions said things like this. Quote, 
ability to travel nights away up to 20%, including international travel as allowed via the pandemic. And then it said specifically, another position rather said specifically, ability to travel domestically, 25%. Another one said in the requirements or required qualifications, it said 50% travel minimum. You control your travel schedule and you will be at home on the weekends. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. Now, you also see something like this when there is something physically demanding about the job, like you have to be able to lift a certain number of pounds and so forth. And I certainly found this in my research. In fact, one of the position descriptions said, quote, working conditions under the category working conditions. It said flexible availability required. Our business needs may require you to work during non-core business hours, such as on the weekends. And then another one of their working conditions said, this is a typical office environment requiring at least eight hours standing or sitting. Now, it didn't also go so far as to specify that that was not to be a work from home position, but reading between the lines, we would guess that that was going to be eight hours each day of work on site in the building or on the office campus. Now, one of the things that I did notice in the research that I did was that a few, a very small few organizations are starting to put in health and safety information related to the pandemic in that job description, like this one from a large health insurance company. Quote, if you need to enter a work site for any reason, you will be required to screen for symptoms of the pandemic using our mobile app or similar approved symptom screener. When in one of our buildings, employees are required to wear a mask in common areas. In addition, employees must comply with any state and local masking orders, end quote. So we know that we need to put in required qualifications when it includes travel. But now that we are in the new normal of hybrid work situations and people having expectations of working from home, whether that be for convenience or for health and safety, it is a requirement. It is an imperative that we put that in the position description. Now, I did come across one singular position description that said something about work from home. And what they said is that they would hire the right candidate if they were remote, but they also added this. If we hire someone local, mostly remote for this position is fine, but it would be great to have some FaceTime, end quote. That was the only, the singular only position that said anything about remote versus on-site. 
Now, again, it is imperative that we start adding this to the job description. Well, why, you might ask? Well, some employees thrive working independently at home, and some underperform and are professionally lonely. Some employees have offices that are absolutely set up for them to thrive at home, and others have no place to work and have been officing off of the couch or worse throughout the pandemic. Now, employees by and large know these things about themselves. If there is a role that is suitable for work from home, determine what the percentage of time to work from home is and put that in the job description, the job posting, and the position description once they are onboarded. Codify it. Leave no room for debate or discussion. (laughs) Okay, maybe no room for debate or discussion is inflexible. We don't need to be inflexible here. But I want you to take a close look at the need for in-person collaboration, communication, and customer contact. These are what I refer to as the three C's, and they need to be considered when determining where the role needs to be done from. Now, you may go back to episode 23 here of Working Conversations. That's You can find the links to that in the show notes at workingconversations.com forward slash 23, which is the episode for managers on where do I need to be when managing a hybrid workforce. You might also look into episode 21 if you haven't caught that episode. That is workingconversations.com forward slash 21, where I talk with Jason Hunt about his questions for leaders in the hybrid work environment. And in both episodes, I talk about where a role is located must be based on organizational need. And these three C's, in-person collaboration, communication, and customer contact will absolutely help guide you in determining what that percentage or what the number of days work in the office versus work from home should be. Now, again, you may be guessing that I've got some strong feelings about this. Absolutely, I do. We are at a specific inflection point where we need to be setting expectations for employees about where they will be working. Now, if there is some opportunity for that to change and shift, as it very likely will be in the future, making sure we give employees heads up, and I'm talking like months in advance, heads up when things are going to change to let them know to readjust those expectations and to really consider whether or not that role is right for them any longer. Now, here's my throwdown for you. If you are a manager or you're in a human resources role, these are your marching orders. Get that location in the job posting, in the position descriptions. Let employees, prospective employees know what the expectation is about where they will be working in that role and whether or not work from home is acceptable and how much of the time. Now, here's your throwdown. If you're an employee listening to this episode of the podcast and you're not in a position to directly influence that, I want you to share this podcast with your manager or your human resources liaison, share it on social media, share it anywhere that you have friends who are managers or in human resources may come across it and be informed by it. They will thank you for it. It will absolutely demonstrate your leadership in this space because this is something that we need to be thinking about. We need to be setting expectations so that people can perform at their best. And those people performing at their best need to know. I mean, again, they have some insight as to where they perform at their best. They already know that about themselves. And you will overwhelmingly help them in choosing if they would be a good candidate for your role 
if you explicitly state what the work from home expectations are around this role. All right, my friends, I look forward to seeing more job descriptions that include the percentage of time working from home, just as it would include domestic or international travel or heavy lifting or standing for long periods of time, just like we've seen in many other job descriptions over the years, over the decades. So those are your marching orders, my friends. Get off to it. And I look forward to spending some time with you again next week here on the Working Conversations podcast. Until then, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.